We are now joined by New York City's longest-serving police commissioner in the history of police commissioners and New York, Ray Kelly, happens to be related to me, some distant relation. Uh, Ray Kelly, are you there? Yes, I am, Greg Kelly. Good to be with you, pal. All right. And he is my father, everybody. Hey, uh, you, uh, you had a special weekend. You took my daughter, your granddaughter, to the Museum of Natural History. Uh, what was that like? She is amazing. She is so smart. She's learning every day. You know, she has a huge vocabulary. I'm just, uh, you know, Veronica and I just so impressed with her. Uh, we love to have it here, although she is a piece of work. You know, <laughs> she is tremendous energy and <laughs> never slowing down. And, uh, you know, we have to stay in shape to keep up with her. Well, she's two and a half we years old, two and a half years old. And we uh, we left her with you for most of Saturday because uh, Judith and I needed the day off. You're right about that. She is a piece of work. A lot of energy and uh, pretty headstrong, but we are we are so uh, so amazed. Hey, I wanted to ask you about this because, quite frankly, I got to call Judith about it. I saw over the weekend, you know, it pops up on your phone uh, a bunch of different individuals, criminals, randomly attacking people in Manhattan. Actually, walking down the street, uh, some guy, you know, punches a woman. Uh, some guy stabs somebody. Some guy punches another woman. These are different attacks all over the place. You know, I was staying off the subway, and this is really concerning to me. It's happening on the street, and it seems like it's happening primarily to women. you have any thoughts on that? Well, it's very disturbing. No no question about it. I've seen a lot of these videos, and, uh, and obviously things have changed in, in New York. I don't remember this type of violence as before. It used to be something with fraternities and things that would try to do like a knockout punch, that sort of stuff. But it's a while ago. So you have to be extremely vigilant these days on the on the streets of New York, certainly at night, but in daylight uh, as well. I think a lot of it has to do with emotionally disturbed people. We don't have an adequate program in New York City to handle that uh, that problem. I don't know if we ever will. So but it, it is a actual phenomena that is happening, and uh, you just have to be so aware of your surroundings these days. And as you say, on the, you know, on the subway, one crime on the subway is compounded because, you know, it makes it into the newspaper, and people feel trapped in that in- environment. You know, you get stuck on the subway, you're stuck in a tunnel or whatever. You know, you're very you're apprehensive these days, and people... People are always talking to me about it. So, uh, yeah, that's one of the many problems we have in uh, in New York is this random violence. It's quite upsetting. What? How do we get here? I mean, look, uh, you, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Bloomberg, um, you know, we, we kind of knew how to do all this stuff. The city on in, in December of 2013, your last month in office, was safe was peaceful. We had racial harmony. The NYPD was popular across all demographics, whites, blacks, Hispanics. You were popular across all demographics, whites, blacks, Hispanics. And now it's a totally different city. It's a totally different world. How I know it's an overly broad question, but I mean, what happened? We were doing so well and now we're doing so poorly. What happened? 
I think you have to look to the eight years of Bill de Blasio. He destroyed the city, and I think he did it uh, intentionally. He's a Marxist. He has a philosophy of uh, sort of having chaos. And uh, you look at, uh, you know, what was even being taught in the police academy uh, those days. The, uh, the, some of the issues of, uh, you know, backing off. If you remember, in his administration, we saw cops with water poured over their heads. And they did they did nothing about it, uh, you know, which was reprehensible. Those cops should have been at least disciplined or fired. Uh, you know, what about what about you and I now, ordinary citizens walking down the street? So uh, De Blasio did so many things, and, and you know, after uh, after the death of uh, George Floyd, obviously he I think compounded the problem. He certainly didn't support the police, and uh, you know we had. 450 cops injured, uh, like on whatever it was, May 27th, I mean 28th, after the death of, uh, uh, of uh, George Floyd. And, uh, you know, he, he certainly wasn't supportive. And he was never supportive of the uh, of the park. He was an enemy. He was an enemy of law and order, quite frankly. And uh, I think that's his legacy. <clears throat> We're struggling with, with his legacy. Uh, you know, the city is a very big ship to turn around. It's going to take a lot of time to get out of where we are, if we, if we ever do. You know, uh, I never thought of it that way. The cops being doused with water, and I think that was in the summer of 2016, and they they just took it. It's interesting. Now it's come to, if they can just do it to cops, what can they do to regular people? These cops were armed. They were in uniform, and they were being abused. What about regular people? And now we've seen what happens when there's no reaction, there's no um, there's no law enforcement. Hey, I have to play this, if you don't mind. This is from a congressman in uh, Brooklyn, Hakeem Jeffries. He's uh, a New Yorker. He's in Congress. They say he could be speaker someday. And here he is, you know, all the things that are going on in the world, what he says is the number one threat to America. Cut 26, please. Cut 26. Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat. The threat right now in this country to the American people are extreme MAGA Republicans. That's the threat. That's the problem. That's the crisis that we confront. This is, uh, believe it or not, not a uh, <laughs> this is not a freak point of view. There are a lot of folks out there who say this. Unbelievably so. I mean, you they would call me an extreme mega Republican, even though I'm not a Republican. Why? I am pro-Trump. I like his style. I like his positions. I like his policy. And I've got grave doubts about the fairness of the 2020 election. Now, I'm not asking you for your opinion. I do want your opinion, though, when somebody like Hakeem Jeffries says that, and this guy is a powerful man in Congress, what does that say about our national priorities and and if if i may what do you think the number one threat is to america to federal agents that uh, you know in the various agencies they say this is a myth uh if in fact it were going on wouldn't we be seeing arrests wouldn't it mean that lots of investigations are uh, ongoing wouldn't there be leaks to newspapers wouldn't there be you know, agencies telling you well, the great job that they're doing. There is no arrest of, of these people. You know, is it a concern? Sure. But on what magnitude? I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem to have much effect anywhere. 
yet people are continuing to say that. Even the director of the FBI said it was a major uh, threat in, in this country. I mean, anybody I spoke to, they, they kind of laugh at it in terms of people who were in the, the federal government. It's just uh, it's simply not the case, but they're beating this drum for political purposes. Hey, um, there are a few people in the world, in my opinion, who know sports like you do. Uh, I just... Your your knowledge is uh, is encyclopedic, and uh, you've been you've been a big sports fan your whole life. You played football in in high school. Uh, can I just get your thoughts on uh, Bill Russell dying, age of eighty nine? Uh, what kind of player was he? What are your What are your thoughts on 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 his passing? Yeah, he was amazing. He changed the game as far as defense is concerned. Uh, he was a center. He wasn't that big as a big people go. But he had tremendous coordination. He controlled the center of the uh, of the court, and his his power was almost totally in in defense. And uh, he was so impressive. And he had you know great longevity. I mean, he, he was the Celtics. I don't know how long it was, maybe twelve years. But uh, you know, he would play against Luke Chamberlain, who was significantly bigger than than he was. Not only in height, but in in, in uh, girth. Uh, Chamberlain once scored a hundred points. And uh, Russell was very effective uh, against him. So, yeah, he was uh, he was a transitional player that he changed. I think changed the game where it, the focus became defense. You know, you you can win with with defense, and it never really was talked that much about uh, before Bill Russell, at least in, in my recollection. Wow, so he was a uh, game changer. Game changer indeed. And, uh, how did you get so good at sports, by the way? You name it, you got a question. I mean, I've heard this from people who know sports better than I do. I mean, and I don't know that. I mean, you know, you could, you could be on WFAN. You could be on ESPN. How did you pick it up? Just by watching? Just by, how do you pick it up? Yeah, I mean, watching and, uh, and, and playing. I love sports. Uh, you know, I love football, but, uh, I never was able to, uh, you know, play at a, on a higher level, but, uh, yeah, I just, it's interesting. I, re- I read the, you know, the back of the newspaper, not just the front of the newspaper. I remember doing that. My father would bring home like the, the telegram or the journal of America and I would, uh, you know, read the sports pages. And even in those days they had box sports. So I think I came interested probably about uh, when I was 11 or 12 years of age and, uh, I still am today. I still definitely read the sports pages uh, every day. And the only person uh, I know who knows sports like you, Curtis Sliwa, our own Curtis Sliwa. Uh, he is. Uh, yeah, he was great. Super sports spectacular. He had a radio <laughs> show, Super Sports Spectacular, and he was uh, terrific on it. But uh, yeah, that, that definitely is a while ago. But he knows his stuff, for sure. Well, Ray Kelly, who knows the front of the newspaper and the back of the newspaper, and uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, Dad, very much. Thanks, pal. Thank okay. you. Okay, all right. We'll talk soon, and we'll be right back.